Welcome to the Positively Leading Podcast, your guide to practical wisdom and inspiration for leaders in schools. If you're just starting your leadership journey, then you are definitely in the right place. Hi, I'm Jenny Cole, founder of Positively Beaming. I'm a leadership coach, consultant, and a recovering principal. We're going to explore what authentic leadership looks like in schools, discover tools you can use with your teams, and how you can maximise your impact without compromising your mental health. I'm thrilled to have you on this journey with me. Before we begin, I'd like to pay my deepest respects to the original storytellers and the custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present, as well as the wonderful emerging leaders in our school communities across Australia. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Positively Leading the Podcast. I'm Jenny Cole, I'm your host, and I'm the owner of Positively Beaming, which is a business designed to help make sure that leaders and teams in schools do everything that they can to make it better for kids. So let me give you a little bit of a background about how we got here. I started my career in education a long time ago. And I started as an education assistant, a teacher aide, working in a primary school with a child with autism when I was training to be a special needs teacher. I became a special needs teacher and I taught across country and city. And then by some fortuitous accidents, I became a leader very early in my career. I'll probably share the actual details with you another time. And I became an acting principal by accident when the principal that I'd been working with was no longer there. And I just made it through that year thinking this can't be hard because I was doing a little bit more than the previous principal and that wasn't hard. And then for various reasons, I decided that I needed to move to the city and applied for what was then a visiting teacher role. And so I visited schools across the state that had children with special educational needs enrolled. In those days, it was students with disabilities. So I got to see all across my home state of Western Australia, which is massive. Then I decided I was probably ready to give this leadership gig a go one more time. And I applied for and won a beautiful little school where almost everyone on the staff had already been a principal at some point or had led the school. It was only tiny. It had a couple of very experienced teachers and a couple of very experienced education assistants. And I taught half-time, I taught in the mornings, and then I played at being principal in the afternoons. And I used to jokingly say the only thing that I was good at all the time was answering the phone because we only had a part-time school secretary. So that was back in the day. I loved that little school and we all bumped along beautifully together, teaching and learning and leading. And I was really fortunate to be on the site of a primary school which had its own leadership team. And I watched those people come and go. And while I'm not sure that I took a lot of lessons from the other leadership teams, there were plenty of people that I learnt from and some people that I learnt that I never wanted to lead or be like that. So after seven years, I was a bit bored and I applied for a much larger special school in the city with very complex students, obviously more staff, and a whole range of complexities that I just was not prepared for. 
And this is when the rubber really hit the road and I realised that I had absolutely no leadership skills at all. No, that's not true. I had the natural ones, the ones that come naturally to me, but I had not learnt anything beyond that in terms of leadership, what good leadership looks like and so forth. And so I volunteered to be part of a professional association and that professional association was invited to participate in the education department's leadership strategy at the time. So I went to those various meetings and it was very early in the era. We were moving over to outcomes-based education We were trying to put together competencies for teachers. It was very early in the leadership competency space. There was certainly very, very, very little learning and development that occurred for principals. Occasionally, we got some professional learning on curriculum. As I said, the curriculum was moving over to outcomes-based education. But certainly nothing about how good leaders led and what they did and how they brought people along with them and change management models and all of those sorts of things. So I learned on the go and I got through mainly with a bit of charisma and an ability to work really hard. But then a variety of things happened in our school, a change of student dynamic, change of staff dynamic, a kind of perfect storm of crises arrived simultaneously. and. In the middle of one of these crises, and there was a whole lot more involved in this than what I'm going to share with you, but I was in a case conference with very distressed staff who had been injured by a child who had been a challenge for a long period of time. And we tried everything that I knew how to do. So here I was, not that experienced as a teacher, and definitely just winging it in terms of leadership. And I sat there and looked at these amazing teachers and thought, I have nothing to give you. Because my career had been my life up until that point, I had been really involved in a whole lot of professional associations, a whole lot of steering committees, a whole range of things. I've been desperately involved in the curriculum. School was my life. And so I looked at these people and thought, if this is it, I've got nothing left to give. So I reached down and picked up my handbag and walked out of my school that day never to return. I realise now what I had was overwhelm and burnout and a severe lack of support from the people who should have been supporting me, if only I had asked for help. That set me on a journey to one, make sure that I could pay the rent, but also I never wanted any other leader, particularly a woman in leadership, to get to that point that I got to where I felt overwhelmed and burnt out and left the career that I loved. So I've dedicated the last decade or so to getting really clear about what good leadership looks like. I've been trained in executive and leadership coaching and also peer coaching and instructional coaching, getting really clear that coaching is an awesome way of leading. That probably would have lessened my burnout if I had known anything about it. So I've dived deep into leadership skills, what makes good leaders, what are the skills, the competencies, the knowledge of good leaders, what do leaders in schools look like, what does women in leadership look like. And I've been presenting and designing and facilitating those courses across schools and systems for some time now with hundreds of people having gone through my leadership programs, either the women in leadership programs or things like launching into leadership which is my signature program aimed at new and aspiring leaders. 
The other thing I became really fascinated about was well-being more generally. And so I did some further study in positive psychology and weave all of that information into my leadership courses. It's not okay just to be skilled in leading. You need to be able to lead yourself, self-develop. You need to be able to manage your own boundaries, your own time and your own well-being. So I have been for the last five or six years putting most of what I know into online programs as well as face-to-face programs and, of course, people still book me to come and work with their teams in schools. But now I thought I would share more widely with my community, with teachers and this podcast because by the time you get to more senior leadership roles, you've probably done a little bit of professional learning on leadership. By the time you get to a deputy or principal role, generally, you will have undergone some sort of training. But what we don't do is help those teachers who are moving slightly out of a classroom expert role and stepping into leadership roles, we don't give them any tools or strategies. So these are people like literacy coordinators or learning support coordinators or heads of year. Those leadership roles in schools where you might still be taking a classroom or a grid line or taking lessons at least half time and very student facing, however, have other responsibilities, both formal and informal. So we're not talking about people already in a deputy role for a couple of years. I'm really keen to upskill teacher leaders who are new, aspiring, or those who've got a bit of a confidence wobble for whatever reason. This podcast, I wanted to interview people who've been there and done that. I want you to hear from people who are currently in those sorts of roles and the sorts of things that they now know that they needed to learn but didn't know at the time, or the sorts of lessons that they've taken from other really good leaders around them. So my aim is to have half interviews with practicing leaders from across Australia at a variety of levels, but also solo episodes with me where I get to talk about some of the things that I've worked out are really important to new and aspiring leaders. One of the things I didn't mention is that I have coached literally hundreds of veteran and experienced leaders, and I know where they trip up. And I know the sorts of things that they want from their middle leaders in schools. So I've got this amazing oversight on what actually happens in people's heads when they've been given the role of leader in a school, where their strengths are, where they struggle and where they need help, where they make mistakes, where they trip up, but also importantly, how to overcome some of those things so that we never get to that point. If this sounds like something that you would love to listen to, then please make sure that you follow the show. And if when it gets going, you really like it, please make sure that you rate and review. I would love you to drop by my website at positivelybeaming.com.au to check out some of the work that I already do. And if you are a new or aspiring leader, there is plenty that I can offer you, particularly launching into leadership, which runs both face-to-face and online with several intakes each year. Please let me know if there's anyone in particular you would like me to talk to. 
And please feel free to give me feedback at any point about what you loved and what you'd like to see more of and maybe what you don't like. So signing off, this is Jenny from Positively Beaming and you've just listened to the very first episode of Positively Leading. I hope to see you again soon. Thank you for joining me for Positively Leading. I hope that you found this episode insightful and useful. And if you did, we would love you to rate and review. Or if you're interested in what Positively Leading and Positively Beaming can assist you with in your school, please check out our website. See the links in the show notes below.